I have not watched Runaways. Run Do you away, think Aquaman will be decent? Run away from the pain. Yeah, yeah, Do you yeah, think Aquaman yeah. will be decent? Uh, I had some coworkers today tell me that it was actually really good. That's what I heard too. Like and it's it, they they it they go for the camp kind of yeah, and it's the right direction. Um, I told them well, like yeah, it's gonna it was gonna be good because one it being compared to shit, you're gonna be better than shit. Um, and it's not Snyderized, so anything that's not Snyderized Who's directing is, it? Um, the guy who directed uh, the first Saw movie, if I'm correct. I forget his name. I thought or worked on Saw or something. But uh, yeah, that's all I really know. But uh, yeah, you ready to get the shindig on the road, Joe? I'm, so ready to, I'm ready to fucking kill it. You ready to fuck? Kill it. No, no, no. It's fucking gross. Oh, okay. Welcome to Third Party Controller Podcast. I'm your host, Jesse P.S. Libra with... Beto Esparza. Uh, and... Joe Ramirez. And as you can tell, that is not Beto Esparza. How, Beto could, you is, how could you not tell? Beto is not here. Yeah, he is. Um, he's here. He's not here. He's kind of here. Um, so, I mean, there's a reason why he's not here. Why is he not here, Joe? Because he's working. He's working. And as most of you longtime listeners know... Around this time, we kind of do a end of the year, you know, games of 2019 type of uh, collection of ideas and conversations. But with everyone busy, working, um, we haven't been able to get together. So I kind of don't want to do our usual end of the year wrap up without all of us here. Originally, my plan was to record... You know, Beto's end of the year stuff, my end of the year stuff separately, and your end of the year stuff separately. But to me, I felt like that would be missing, you know, what we are, you know, collectively. You know, us coming together and talking about how the year in 2019 of gaming it was. Mm -hmm. So without all of us here, I don't want to do that. So pretty much just like last week, we recorded without you, Joe, mm-hmm. but this week we're recording just without Bethel. Very interesting. It is very interesting. So just like any other time, let's get to it. I... What? Hold on. Wait, what were you going to say? No, I said I... I? Okay. I, this is like A-I-G-H-T, like, I, okay, let's I. do this. So, uh, Joe? What's up, fool? Where are you going, Phil? To my pad for for reals for nah for I'm going to the store for what's up for real going to the store that's fucked up for reals for for reals for yeah for for reals for yeah for damn for that's fucked up that's fucked up it's not cool don't never lie to friends what's going on I played video games. Oh my god, Joe, what games you play, man? I know, man. Uh I played uh we got together a couple of times this week and we played some Dead by Daylight. We have not gotten together and played a game in a long time. And really when Beto came on, we only got to play like one game. So it's really <laughs> we still really have it. But you and I played Dead by Daylight a couple of rounds uh yeah. twice this week. Um 
And uh, you know what I got to say? Dead by Daylight, man. With all the updates, everything that happens, uh, it's like riding a bike. Yeah. You get back in the plane and it's really, really cool. It can, mm-hmm. it, 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 It's still pretty fun. So it's it feels smoother at times. Yeah. Um, when you're actually in the gameplay. Um, matchmaking and everything else, still not the best, but, you know, still a really fun game. Mm-hmm. Uh, love the hell of that game, man. Yeah. I really hope they, I mean, obviously they keep supporting it and I'm, I'm all for that. Um, had a buddy recently ask me at work, Hey man, did you play the Friday the 13th game? I was like, yeah, I did. And he was like, you know, someone was telling me that they played it and that it's really cool. It's cousin or something like that. And I was like, you know what, man, it's really, it really boils down to personal, just like, like Coke or, yeah. Coke or, or Pepsi, Pepsi. Yeah. really, you know, um, if you're a big Friday the 13th fan, that's a cool game. Uh, I think it's pretty. It sucks that there's really going to be nothing new for it anymore. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I feel like you're also locked down with that game and what you can do. I just feel like there's more variety in Dead by Daylight, and yeah, I like that. I agree. And it's fun, man. And they keep altering the like the level up system. They've added a, a lot of new stuff, mm-hmm. and it all seems pretty cool. Um, so I'm uh, uh, still fun, man. Like I want to like just playing it a couple times ago, and I'm I'm kind of like yeah I'm gonna make I'm gonna start playing again. I want to start playing that again, you know. Yeah. Um. Also played. I think I've got at least two, or three, maybe three, four hours of Tetris Effect under my belt now. Yeah, you got that. How, how are you enjoying it? Oh, I fucking love it, man. Yeah. Yeah, it's really cool. What'd you like about it? I mean, it's Tetris, and. And but visually, like man, Tetris Effect is the kind of game that you can play. Like one person, like if you have two people there, one person will still get a kick out of watching what goes on while mm-hmm. the other person plays. You know what I mean? I love the. I guess it's what is it? The effect mode. Which one's that? It one? slows everything down. And oh then you yeah, can yeah, multiply. Yeah. Like uh-huh. you can get all and the. You can like, start stacking things stacking and it lines. drops it in the bottom. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It adds a, a cool little level of uh, of strategy to it. Um, so it changes things up enough to where, you know, it's still Tetris, but they add little wrinkles here and there that are pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, visually, it fucking looks great. And yeah. I know we're still talking about, it's like, it is Tetris. I get it. But really, you have to, you, it's 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 hard to explain. It's something you really have to play to and and, and watch and see to, to really appreciate, like, how cool it is. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I really like it a lot. Um are you curious to try Tetris Effect in VR? Um, like that's one thing that like people say like Tetris Effect's awesome. Tetris Effect is even more awesome in VR. When you hear shit like that, and I know how your stance is on VR, does it make you want to? You know what? I want to try it because people talk about it, or you just still don't care. I mean, I guess I would be mildly interested to see how it would play with um. In the VR mode, mm-hmm. um, but it's also tough to really enjoy. You know, I'll, I'll say this: much. it's hard to enjoy all of that stuff going on when you're actually playing the game. I get tunnel vision. I'm focused on what's going on in the Tetris, yeah. and I see shit going on in the background that's kind of cool. But yeah. I never. It's hard to really stop and appreciate that. And I feel like in VR mode, it would be a lot of the same. You still really couldn't like. I. That's just my take. I could be wrong. But I don't doubt that it's it's probably pretty cool. I'm mildly interested in that. Mm-hmm. But um, 
No, man, I really enjoyed that. I mean, I really liked uh, I liked the game a lot, and I will definitely continue um, playing it some more. Yeah. It's, you know, it's Tetris. It's hard to fuck up Tetris, really. You know? Yeah. I feel like it is. Like, once you start playing no, it. No, you hard. can... Okay, you bet those are the same thing. You can fuck up Tetris, though. EA fucked up Tetris. Oh, yeah. They did, yeah. They fucked it up. There is... you. They, and again, yeah. How can you fuck up Tetris? EA did it. Just give it to EA. Give it to Ubisoft as well, which they did. And they'll fuck it up. Which they'll one was it? Uh, they both did. I think EA and, and, and EA had it for a while. And then Ubisoft well, they did the multiplayer thing with it. Or they did the, the, the mobile game, which sucked. Yeah. But what was the last console one? Tetris something. It was like a multiplayer one, right? But there's a Pio Pio Tetris. Yeah, I remember that. That was, oh, that was interesting. Mm-hmm. But yeah, you can't fuck up Tetris. Though. Okay. <laughs> yes, you can. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what were some of the things you were liking in the Dead by Daylight? Like you said, there was improvements and stuff, but when we were playing, you're skill right. Skill checks seem a lot smoother. Skill checks do seem a lot smoother. Um. Just frame rate didn't really seem to chug at all anymore. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's still glitches and stuff like that you'll see, but everything else seemed to move pretty um, pretty smoothly. Um, the leveling system, I noticed there's, a, there's like a new, like there's the ranking, the, your online rank, and then there's there's um, your character rank, and now I think there's an overall rank where you gain XP and you get, you know, Stuff and I thought that was okay. It's like three different levels of you yeah. know create you know online. Like you have your competitive rank, which you know is based on certain things. You have your 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 uh, your characters ranks, and then you have your personal like XP rank. Yeah, and I thought it, well, it all worked pretty much in hand. Like it mm-hmm. seemed pretty good. Um, I liked how um, when we played you and me together. Yeah. Uh, you opened the gen. Uh, you opened the gate. We're at the end, uh-huh. and I was running, and you're like, "I got it open! I got it open!" And then right there, when I was at the opening, the killer attacked me, and I got knocked down. And you're like, "All right, later." You just took off, and I'm like, "Oh, this is funny because we did that episode, the Halloween episode, well, where you just fucking took I mean, off as well." Duh. Yeah. What did you expect me to do, Jesse? I I expected die. you to say. Should we me. both die? That's true. Should I try to save you and then we both die? No, Jesse. Yeah. Um, I find it crazy that people still camp, though. Yeah. And it always happened, no matter what. People yeah, it'll always go. It, like, well, camp. and I think, too, you're going to see a new a new generation. Well, like, now since the game went free, like, last like the other month, you're going to find, like, a new generation of campers that are going to do that. It's just a common thing that you see now. And, and then we had that guy who was just, like, ju- like... Crouch, crouching up and down and he was trying to tell me something I'm like I don't, I don't do you want to farm points and then I figured out like oh yeah he's he's just farming like because whoever was the killer was probably a friend of his and, and just, just chilling chill. inside and, the yeah he just chilled and didn't do anything so yeah there's that'll always be a thing I feel like like definitely I think most people are sincerely trying to have fun with the game Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, you're always going to come across someone that might screw it up. Uh, it's no different than like, like honestly, it's like no, that like your 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 level of fun is going to vary. If you have someone that's really good as a killer, mm-hmm. um, it can be frustrating, yeah, because they're really fucking good. And then if you have someone that's really shitty as a killer, even though they're trying, you can be like, well, this is way too easy. Um, we played the Freddy map, and it was like 
We're like, oh, fuck. Remember the, the first night? Uh, it's like, oh, yeah, it's yeah. fucking terrible. And then all of a sudden we're like, this guy's fucking horrible. Yeah, there was even a couple of times where he like walked right by me and never even saw me. I was like, wow. I'm like, this yeah. guy sucks. He's new. Yeah. And it was like, and then that game ended up being pretty crappy because it was just like, yeah, there's nothing to it. Yeah, yeah. He wasn't good. No. But it was, it was so fun, though. It was fun getting back. You're right. It's like yeah. a glove. And I had a good time. Yeah, it's a fun one. Uh-huh. I definitely, uh, and I'll continue to I'll continue to play that. You know, I'm not gonna stop. I really hope eventually they make a third uh, or a second a sequel. That would be awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that's pretty much that was that was my gaming this week. Jesse, what's up? Uh, more Smash Brothers as usual. I ended up buying a couple of games this since like Black Friday till now that I finally got around to playing. Uh-huh. Uh, and then recently, like Burnout Paradise dropped down to ten bucks, mm-hmm. so I was able to get it for like seven. So I played that. Like Burnout's still a fun game. Yeah, it looks yeah, really I, nice. I see that. It always looked good. I didn't. I don't see the difference though. Not saying it's a bad thing. I was just more like, oh okay, it's Burnout. It still plays great. It still feels great. So I was really digging that. Uh, I got the Street Fighter 30th Anniversary Collection for PlayStation because I got the new fight stick and everything. Played that. It's cool. I think. I mean, Street Fighter. You know. Um, what was the one thing? Oh, there was one thing. I was like, you know what? Fuck, it dropped down in price. I want to play it. I haven't played it for a long time. I had it on PS4, Diablo 3 mm-hmm. for the Switch. And, dude, playing Diablo, like, portable on your TV, and while you're taking a poop, it's fucking dope. Like, I, like at first I was like, oh, man, how much, how much Diablo am I going to play? Like, am I really going to play this? Like, I don't know. And I got sucked in, and I was playing for a couple hours. So... That was really fun. It's it's just Diablo. It's not graphically impressive. A dude at work was pissed off at me because I was getting it for a Switch. And he's like, it's not the same graphic powerhouse as it is on PC. I'm like, yeah, but it plays the same. It just doesn't look good. Yeah. And so I just started fucking with him a lot and being like, dude, this is the best version. <laughs> like, this is the best version. Dude, even Blizzard said, better than PC. It's like, fuck you. And I'm like, nah, nah. They did. They did. People, yeah. yeah it's good. It's a real thing. <laughs> Yeah, I got. I ended up uh, like just as you're talking about that. I ended up picking up um, a few games during the their their ongoing flash sales slash holiday sales and stuff uh-huh. like that. Like I got, um, un- I haven't played them yet, but like Uncharted Lost Legacy was like seven ninety nine, and I yeah, was like, holy yeah. shit, that's super cheap, you know. Um, I also picked up Far Cry Five and oh shit, you know what I did get and I, I played a bit of that huh. was actually pretty cool. Um, the Messenger. I think I've heard. You of know it. what's in the, It's like a Ninja Gaiden type game. Okay. But I played it. It's really fun, but it's nowhere near the difficulty of Ninja Gaiden. Oh, that's good. <laughs> but but no, 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 what's cool is like, okay, because there's always those games, especially now, like you have some of the newer games and you're playing them that are like, oh, we're this version of this older game that's taking homage, homage of it or whatever. Yeah. And so they're, they, they try to be as difficult. But no, this is like, it's not difficult. It's way easier. And you would think, oh, this is boring. But really, it's like, no, this is fun because I'm not getting frustrated. Yeah, yeah. But Ninja Gaiden's fun frustration because how it is. Mm-hmm. But I could see like some games do that now, like where it's like, but it's not fun fr- frustration. It's just yeah. annoying frustration. But this one was really good because you're just going with the beat of it. And, and things are simple. Like things are one hit kills. But as you go, it's just, I don't know. It's really fun. Yeah. I, I, I really, 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 really enjoyed it. And uh, I still haven't gone to a part where... You're supposed to be able to switch from like old 8-bit graphics to 16-bit. I haven't gotten there yet. Mm. But so far, some of the gameplay and some of the like the story dialogue, because 
you're the messenger. You're not supposed to be the main hero. And there's the hero from the east that's supposed to come. It's the legend. And uh-huh. you're just part of this ninja clan that is learning all this stuff. And you're just supposed to be there when this horrible thing happens. And your character's just like, oh, nothing ever happens. Everything's boring. And then it happens. And, you know, where's the, where's the, uh, you know, where's the, uh, the, the legendary hero. And then the legendary hero does end up showing up. And it's just like you have to send this message to this character on another side. So yeah. that's your mission. You're the messenger. You're not the main hero, gotcha. but you're the messenger. But it's 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 cool. It's not super difficult, but it's fun. Does that make sense? No, no, yeah, I get you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that that's really cool. That's basically really what I've been playing. And besides, you know, playing Dead by Daylight with you and and Bethel, but I haven't really played much. I still got to play Spyro. I got that. Haven't gotten around to it. And. uh yeah, that's pretty much it. Just playing more Smash. Smash is good. I'm having fun with it. Mm-hmm. I think for me, like, the only other game that I'm waiting to see if they go put a sale on, because I really want to play it, but I just want to pay full price right now, is uh, Guacamelee 2. I'm hoping that at mm-hmm. some point this during this holiday sale. See, look, with Guacamelee, I never finished the first one, but I bought it, and I, I really dug it. it. Yeah, no, no, it was great. But now it's getting to the point where they're re-releasing a lot of stuff from last generation, which is fine. I'm not complaining. But it's like, I think I could wait until it's like super cheap. Like the day where it's like, you know, because sometimes you'll see like uh, fucking what? I think Burnout Paradise downloadable was like five bucks. And what? A couple of months ago, like in March or February when it came out, when they re-released it, it was like 40. Yeah. 40, 50. So it's like, if you can wait. Yeah, yeah. Always. Yeah. So I would like, how cool would it be if it's like, hey, you get Guacamelee 1 and 2 for the Switch for... 10 bucks. Yeah. Like, shit, hell yeah. Five bucks each? I'll get that. I could wait. I could wait to play that until it's like some sort of super combo sale or something. But yeah, a lot of games go on sale. So there's a lot of good stuff. I'm enjoying it. But yeah, we're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back. So see you in a bit. PC News with your hosts, Jesse Lira, Robert Esparza, and Joe Ramirez. Fresh Prince of Bel Air star Alfonso Ribeiro has filed a lawsuit against Epic Games for allegedly copying his signature dance. According to TMZ, the lawsuit claims that Fortnite's fresh emote is a direct copy of the famous Carlton dance from the hit sitcom. Ribeiro's attorney told TMZ that Epic Games failed to ask Ribeiro's permission in creating the emote and has not compensated the actor. Ribeiro has also filed an identical suit against 2K Games, which makes the NBA 2K series of games, as as GQ has pointed out. Ribeiro himself has claimed that Bruce Springsteen's Dancing in the Dark and Eddie Murphy's stand-up routine inspired the dance. This isn't the first time that Fortnite has come under scrutiny for an emote. Scrubs actor Donald Fison recently said Fortnite jacked his poison dance for another one of the game's emotes. Scrubs creator Bill Lawrence said that someone from Epic Games did reach out to him about using Fison's choreography. 
Recently, the rapper 2 Millie filed suit against Fortnite for copying his dance and the Miley Rock. His lawsuit is asking for damages based on Epic's profits in selling the emote. And then I guess the Backpack Kid also is suing Epic Games for shit like that. But, uh, yeah, what do you think? They're all connected also, by the way. They're all being represented by the same law firm in this suit. So Is it really? Yeah. Whoa. Yeah, so... Like to my knowledge, at least, I think the backpack kid for sure is him. I think the backpack kid, Alfonso Rivero, and um, that rapper—they're um, all being represented by the same, if I heard right, by the same law firm. Um, you know, when something gets that big, uh, I eventually, you know, and you start, and, and I think that's the thing. Again, I mean, it's a free-to-play game, but like it's a microtransaction, right? So you're selling this dance, and whereas in like in the past, it would just be a, a motion you could get away with because you're like, well, we're not making money with the dance. Yeah. But now that you're actively making money on an emote because it it is something, you know, it was only a matter of time before yeah. people started doing that. It started suing, so I can't say. Uh, uh, I'm I'm not surprised. Uh, is it petty? Can it be considered petty? Yeah. Fuck yeah. But, you know. But do you think you have a right, like, hey, this is my, like, dance, and you're just taking it and getting money for it? Kind of. You know what I mean? I I, I get it. On one end, it's just, like, it's a stupid dance that, you know, you made, and... But it could be... It's it's no different. I guess you could say it's almost, like, no difference than, like, a song. Like, you take someone's song, and you sell it, or you you make money off it, and then, like, you you don't get anything, then it's just, like, yeah, it can be one of those things where you're, like, fuck. Yeah. I, I will say that, like, especially with how much, you know, um, the Fortnite game has made, uh, I'm, I'm not surprised that a law firm looked at that and was like, oh, yeah, we're going to fucking, yeah, we, we can go after this. We can go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a, the, we can make enough claims or that shit could happen. Um, OK, like there was the one thing I wanted to kind of like mention about this lawsuit and, and, and everything kind of happening was when we were playing Dead by Daylight, I was looking at all the extra stuff. I'm not 100% sure because I didn't want to click on it, but I think there's emo dances in Dead by Daylight too, and there was the Carlton one as well. It was under the Christmas theme, and I didn't want to click on it, but I think there might be that emo. So, like, I think you're you're 100% right that because how big Fortnite is, they're getting sued, but they're not going to sue Dead by Daylight because it's not making a shit ton of money like Fortnite. So, I mean, like, shit like that, you're, you're correct, and, I mean, I could see it, like... It's annoying. I really that, hope there's no dances in Dead by Daylight because that would have defeated a lot of the I purpose. I, I just found it weird. Like, I, I kind of want you to like pop it up, but nah, you turn on your PlayStation. But there was a character there during the Christmas event, like stuff where you can buy in the store. And I think it was, he looked like he was doing the Carlton dance. So I don't know. I'm not 100%. I should have double checked. I could be 100% wrong. But uh, that kind of, that's kind of shitty if that is true. Um, but I mean, just kind of have to wait. Like that type of shit, I get it. I, I completely understand. Like you're not getting money, and and this thing's popular and making a ton of money off shit, and kids are buying it. You know? Yeah. People are buying it. So. Super Smash Brothers Ultimate has in the U.S. sold over three million units since it launched on December seventh, and Nintendo Switch has officially become the fastest-selling console of this current generation through 21 months. 
According to Nintendo's internal sales data and the NPD group, these milestones point to the continued success of Nintendo Switch in the US, which now has over 8.7 million units sold since its launch in March of 2017. Through November of this year, Nintendo has also been the overall top-selling software publisher in the US, an accomplishment that doesn't even take into consideration Super Smash Bros. Ultimate. While Super Smash Bros. Ultimate was already crowned the best-selling pre-order pre-selling Smash Brothers and Nintendo Switch title, it has now become the fastest selling Nintendo Switch and Smash Brothers game of all time. We are thrilled to see such a strong reaction from consumers in the second holiday season for Nintendo Switch, said Doug Bowser, Nintendo of America's Senior Vice President of Sales and Marketing. We're looking forward to delivering more excitement and smiles to our fans in the coming years and beyond. Nintendo further announced that, for the US, Nintendo hardware units and dollar sales for 2018 are higher than they've ever been since 2011, and that the eShop sales have seen a growth of 105% over 2017. Yeah, I can see. I mean, it's pretty crazy. Best-selling yeah. console of this generation? I mean... So, when... when I mean, even like from, starting from the Wii, you know, Wii was huge. You know, and then like the Wii U didn't do so well, and then Switch is huge, right? Yeah. So, I mean, when Wii was huge and then Wii U wasn't huge, a lot of people were saying, hey, you know, it's Nintendo having older technology and that doesn't work anymore. But now we're seeing that they're still using technology that's not as powerful as current consoles, but it's still doing well. Yeah. Because they're doing something different. It being a portable and a handheld, a like console system, having that type of stuff. How much does that help it, being that unique, do you think? A lot, I think. Its uniqueness is definitely a plus. Um, they're never going to be... How do I say this? They're never going to be the type that really cares too much about like how about having the first 4K game or or, yeah. or any of that. You know, they're going to their focus is always going to be gameplay. I, their IPs in gameplay. That's just how it's going to be. Mhm. So I think it's pretty cool that they've managed to do what they've accomplished, you know, and then like you know, especially going back to the Wii U, it really does feel like they've learned some things. Um they're a lot smarter and you know, I look forward to whatever what do you call it uh you know anything else that they come out with basically yeah no it, it's and I ne you never can count them out yeah you can never you never count them out and then like i think it helps with i mean not that it helps and i don't think nintendo planned anything like this but for the wii u not having success but having a good amount of good games that no one really played being able to port that over you're bringing in a library of, of like having the console constantly kind of even though like last year I don't feel like the switch was bad uh, or, or even beginning of this year I think I want to say because really it's just been a year and a couple of months it hasn't been that long actually I make I feel like the switch has been out longer but um, having the steady pace of games and then having all these good games even though some of them we've already played or or we've already purchased it, it kind of helps you know like it, it helps that system and then you know when you have the blockbusters and i think it's it's a smart move for nintendo like it's like look smash brothers could just they could have just ported the wii u version called it you know uh super smash brothers switch 
version and then everyone would have bought it it probably would have sold as well but for them to go kind of that extra mile it kind of also to me shows that they're not just just oh let's just put ports and we're good you know and some new games here and there they're actually taking the time to like no no we don't have to port this let's make the next one you know sakurai is the type of person to, to make the next one but yeah, it's cool. I, I'm glad to see Nintendo on top, and it it puts everyone else trying to compete with them. It makes the industry better. I feel having Nintendo makes the industry better. Yeah, you know? it's the competition. Yeah. All news and articles are from publications like IGN, Gotaku, Destructoid, Engadget, GameSpot, and Polygon. Thank you for listening to Three PC News. We'll be back after the break. episode where of course i said the end of the year the end of the year stuff you know we're not going to talk about how we felt about the entire year um yet because i want all of us to be uh, to be together like i said in the beginning of the episode but there is something that popped in my mind right now that i do want to talk to you about joe and i want to talk about when it comes to within the year of playing games you have all these titles coming out, whether it's Red Dead, you know, you got, um, like we were talking about, I was talking about Burnout came out through the beginning of the year. We had Monster Hunter, all these games. Um, when it comes to those type of games and, and, and games you're looking forward to and games that you collect, for you, how is it like trying to actually beat them? Like how far do you get in games? Are, are you getting more to the point now where when you're purchasing a game, do you know, are you more likely thinking, I know I'm never going to beat this, but I want to play through it? Yeah, in a lot of cases, that does happen. I, I have less and less time for games lately, and this, this past year, I've probably had less time in, you know, for gaming than I have in a long time. So, um, yeah, like I'll play something and I'll be like, this looks really, really cool. I want to play it. But let's face it, I won't finish it. Um, and that happens a lot with like RPGs. Mm-hmm. Anything really long, uh, I usually just prep, prep myself like, right, I'm going to try to finish this, but like more than likely it's not going to happen. Yeah. Um, which is why like I, I've enjoyed playing like, uh, like I've kind of trying to get back into online kind of plays mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And also why I really dug... Um, the Battlefield series, what they did with the new games. Yeah. Creating those short stories. I was like, oh, that's kind of cool because I can play through that in like in a couple of hours and be like, oh, you know, beginning to end and then I can come back and play another one like that and mm-hmm. do stuff like that. I just really thought that was kind of cool. Um, I value like, you know, like I wish there was, I don't, I don't want to say like, I, I can't determine how much, you know, replayabil- replayability or value you should get out of a game, like a, a, a lower price game. But I've noticed that I do like value like shorter games, like things that mm-hmm. are like of the like five to eight hour variety. Yeah. I'm like, oh, I, I'd like want to play this, you know? Um, 
But then it's like, you know, you always have people complain about the prices of games like that. It's like, do you still charge 60 bucks? Is yeah, it worth yeah. it? It just depends on the situation, you know? I mean, it gets to the point, too, like, I think it depends on the game as well. Yeah. Because if the game is fun, even if it's like a 60, 40 hour game, I'll find myself still playing it. You know, there's still got to be that thing that attaches you and you want to keep playing it. You know, I've had my complaints with Red Dead Redemption. It's a good game, but I tended to focus on, like, I'm just doing story. So I want to say the total, I was probably 40 hours, you know? I believe you. Um, But then, like, I also have other games like, fuck, you know, like Yakuza 6. I spent so much time on that. I rushed it because I wanted to beat it. Um, But I still had so much fun. And with Spider-Man, I felt Spider-Man was a good mixture of of time, like being able to like, it wasn't too long, but it wasn't too short. And I did everything. I 100%ed it. And I didn't feel like, fuck, that took forever. Because there's some games where you go like, yeah, okay, it's ending right now. And they're like, fuck, it's still going? Like, okay, cool. Now it's been like a couple of hours. It's ending right now. Fuck, it's still going? You know, stuff like that. And sometimes when when it's not like the fuck it's still going like i'm excited kind of thing like oh yeah hell yeah it's still going you're just like fuck i kind of just want to finish this already that's when i kind of feel like oh man they might they should have just cut out stuff maybe i don't know like but i I find um a lot of that stuff to be more on a, a case by case basis depending on the title yeah i would agree with that you know um and you know, I'm I'm one person. I'm a person to to in the past say like, no, I can't play RPGs anymore. It's too much time. But I fucking finished Dragon Quest Eleven this year, and because I, I had fun, nothing. It wasn't like a grind to me. Um, last year, my game of the year was Persona Five, and that was fucking. I I loved every minute, you know. Yeah. So I I find time, but it's not. It takes time for me to keep going. But like with something like. That, you know, I, I guess it's, again, it's a case-by-case basis when it comes to games. Yeah, I feel you. How? I always feel, I, not, I don't know if it's, I feel like sometimes does, does influence affect your enjoyment of a game? And what I mean by that is like something like Red Dead. You heard my complaints. You hear me complain about it. You hear other people hype it up. You hear other people saying, I'm loving every minute. Does that affect you as a gamer? Um, Like, you hear me feel negative, and then does that make you go like, oh, I kind of want to play tonight. It's like, ah, Jesse was complaining about it. Like, I kind of don't want to have to deal with that. Yeah, it it just depends. It's a case-by-case situation, you know? uh Uh-huh. Like if it's someone I'm close to or someone that I trust their value, their opinion, then yeah, sometimes it'll, it, that, that helps. Um, I don't know. For the most part, uh, outside of that, eh, you know? Yeah. But yeah, I think it's going to be a short episode this week. Don't have much to talk about. It's Christmas. It's Christmas time. People are enjoying their time with their family. So, for everyone else out there, Christmas has gone and passed. I hope you had a good one. Happy Hanukkah. Happy Kwanzaa. Is there anything you want to say, Joe? As we close the year Merry of Christmas. 2019. Merry Christmas. Or 28, sorry. We close the year of 2018. Comes to a close. Again, hopefully next week we'll have... 
our games of 2019 or 2018. Fuck, I keep saying 2019. I'm already in the future, Joe. How am I in the future already? Come back. Come back. You're gonna. You miss me. You need to come back to the uh, back to the future. Come with you. All right. Cool. Where we're going there, there, there. What is it? There needs. There is no roads. Well, that's gonna be it for this week. If you want to send us any questions, comments, or concerns, you can send it to us at thirdpartycontrollerpodcast at gmail or our Instagram at thirdpartycontrollerpodcast. Remember, it's thirdpartycontrollerpodcast with a three. Thanks for listening. I am your host, Jesse P.S. Libra with... Joe Ramirez. And we may not be as good as everyone else, but we kind of get the job done later. Peace. Welcome, Joe. Joe. Joe is a part of Third Party Controller Podcast. I am. Welcome, everyone, I to another to episode. That I am the most important part. Joe is. Party controller. He is the most important part. Okay, what? mic check. Mic check. Mic check. Uh, 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 uh,